Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning into the Nun Report. Got quite a few things covered today. I'm going to try to get through them all. I'm going to start off with a little bit of Biden omics because I, I just, this was a couple of days ago, but apparently I missed it. And I don't, if I missed it, maybe some other people did too, but Biden did a whiteboard presentation on Bidenomics. It's uh, pretty pathetic and about as uh, as you would expect it to be with Biden pointing at an electronic whiteboard trying to explain how great Bidenomics is and how he's destroying the economy from the bottom up and middle out. I'm going to point out that as well. Do you know he had quite a few aliases as vice president that he used in his emails? Over 5,000 different communications have been uh, are going to be released through the uh, FOIA Act, and so we will find out what those said. I have a hunch that a lot of them are going to say that Joe Biden did in fact have business dealings with Hunter's business associates. Uh, I'm wearing this. I put on this shirt this morning. <laughs> it's from We the People Holsters, by the way. Love this shirt; it's one of my favorites. Um, but I put this on this morning, and then ironically, I find a story about the Gaston flag and a kid, a 12-year-old kid, who was removed from class because he had a small patch on his backpack of, of the Gadsden symbol. And so we're going to cover that because I think, uh, well, obviously, I know. It's been taken way out of, it's, it's not a racist flag at all. It's not a racist symbol at all. It never was. Yet like many things that left does is they take things and redefine them so they can villainize others and take the moral superiority attitude over you and try to call you a racist, a bigot, a Nazi, whatever it is that they don't like about you because they don't like what you say. We'll cover that. Parents are turning their children into freaks. They are using their children to build up their own self-esteem by changing the sex of their children. That's right. They're taking them to doctors. They're giving them hormones. They're cutting off their breasts and their nuts. And, um, and it's, it's child abuse. It's absolutely child abuse. And then we're also going to take a look at abortion as a whoopsie form of birth control. It's a topic I touch on every once in a while and I, because I think it's one of those topics that needs repeating often and loudly, and I'm going to talk about it often and loudly. So we will talk about abortion as a whoopsie form of birth control and that the left's argument for wanting unfettered access to abortion as a form of health care is complete and utter bullshit. Let's get started here. So we got, uh, oh, we also had a weird little thing. It, well, I don't know if it's weird. Um, happened here in Washington where they let a, a sex offender go for just 10 grand on bail so he can go out there and continue to rape children like he was arrested for doing. First, Let's take a look at Bidenomics, all right? Because, I mean, it's not going well. And, and when you see the legacy media channels, particularly the more left-leading ones, this particular report is from Fox. I've got another one coming up from CNN. And I almost consider Fox left. They're, they're certainly not conservative uh, very much anymore. Some of their shows are. Fox as a network has certainly changed a lot. Check this out. The national average for a gallon of gas today, that's $3.82, about where it was a year ago, but $6.50 in Washington. Two years ago. Now, combine that with the cost of a new home, and Americans are paying the highest they have in 22 years. 
The average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage increased to 7.23% last week, a strain that buyers have not seen since 2001. A year ago, it was 5.5%. The rate surge comes as the Federal Reserve continues to try to chip away at stubborn inflation. And Americans are feeling it overall, everywhere they turn. According to the latest Fox News poll, 35% of registered voters this month reported that their personal financial situation is excellent or good. Now, 65% reported only fair or poor. That second number up 19% from two years ago. So they can trot out their Bidenomics and they can trot out Karine Jean-Pierre to go lie about everything all they want. But the fact is, Americans, we're not stupid. And the majority of us are experiencing economic hardships as a direct result of the Biden regime's fiscal policy, which is garbage. When you start out your presidency by declaring war on the uh, on carbon fuels and the fossil fuel industry, then that's what you're going to get is you're going to get inflation. You're going to get and then spend money on the, all their green, wet dreams. It's um, And they sit there and defend it. It's indefensible. Well, Biden tried to defend it with a little whiteboard presentation. I want to share Check with you it out. my economic vision to grow our economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down. Trickle-down economics is the belief that we should cut taxes for the wealthy and big corporations and expect it to trickle down to everyone else, that we should shrink public investment in roads, bridges, and water systems, airports, and public education. Well, when put into practice, trickle-down economics failed. It blew up the deficit, increased inequity, and weakened the infrastructure of America. And it made it harder for folks to get to the middle class. That's until now. It's about growing the economy by strengthening the middle class and making things in America again. We must make the wealthy pay their fair share, not cut taxes for the wealthy. It's about folks who've been calling this Bidenomics, and it's working. Bidenomics has three main pillars, making smart investments in America, <laughs> educating and empowering American workers, and promoting competition. Good Lord, it goes on. It's about three and a half minutes. I am not going to suffer you through all of it. It is it is horrendous. It is just as bad as Kamala Harris bringing Grifter into the vice president's office uh, yesterday that we showed that. It's uh, Al Sharpton. And what are they doing with these staged, you know, plant, I mean... B-rated uh, commercials that they're doing from the White House. We just need to communicate our vision. We need to communicate to people more what we're doing. They just don't understand what we're doing. We understand exactly what you're doing. I want to share with you my economic vision to grow our economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down. <laughs> we understand Bidenomics, dude. We do. We completely understand Bidenomics. You don't need to explain it. We're living it. If you watch him, if you've seen what he's done the last two years, this is a president has had a historic administration in just two years. Every week, I would I would agree that that he has had a historic <laughs> administration in two years. Historically pathetic and shitty, uh, an administration that's driving inflation rates up, driving mortgage rates up, driving credit card rates up. We have the highest credit card debt in this country ever in its history. We have the highest national debt ever in this country's history. It's projected to be over $35 trillion by the year 2025. And if that's a projection, you know it's going to be at least a couple trillion more than that. It's unsustainable. We cannot continue to do it. It's going to end up crushing this country. Eventually, we will need to pay the piper. The only way that we can fix that is to... Drill, baby, drill. We've got to dominate 
not just our not just our country's energy sector, but we need to be a net exporter of energy to around the world and pay off that debt. We have it right under our feet. We can fix the financial issues in this country. It's right under our feet. And we need to do it. Something new. Inflation's highest increase in four decades. A baby formula shortage. The supply chain crisis on full display in grocery stores. The Keystone XL pipeline has been blocked. Canceled its planned oil and gas lease sales in Alaska. Halt oil and gas leasing and drilling on federal land. Gas prices soaring to the highest average ever recorded. New mortgage rates have soared to the highest level in 22 years. Number of military service members being discharged for refusing the COVID vaccine is and I wouldn't be surprised to see the vaccine mandates come back. But don't worry, Biden, you know, he's an honest, ethical guy. We know that, right? I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses. President Biden met with at least 14 of Hunter's business associates while he was vice president. Then Vice President Joe Biden had dinner with his son Hunter along with Hunter's business associates from Ukraine, Russia, and Kazakhstan. And the day after the dinner, a Burisma executive sent a note to Hunter quoting, Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. Hunter's lucrative business dealings often included giving as much as 50% of his earnings to his dad. The text read, quote, I hope you all can do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. It's really hard, but don't worry. Unlike Pop, I won't make you give me half your salary. His son, Hunter, joining the then vice president on the official visit to Beijing. Unknown to the press back then, Hunter Biden was forming a Chinese private equity fund planning to raise money, including from Chinese investors. Ten days after the Biden's trip, Shanghai authorities issued the fund's business license. And uh, Hunter introduced me as, uh, this is Tony, Dad, uh, the individual I told you about that's helping us with the business that we're working on and the Chinese. The email reads this way, quote, at the moment, there's a provisional agreement that the equity will be distributed as follows. Ten held by Hunter for the big guy. I a thousand percent sit here and know that the big guy is referencing Joe Biden. And this information is out there. McCarthy, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Impeach this, as Bongino says, rotting sack of potatoes. I call him Swiss cheese for brains. You name it, man. He needs to go. This guy is a walking disaster, first of all. He's a criminal. He and his family are foreign agents. They have been taking money from foreign governments. They've been providing things in return. And uh, and I think we still are in Ukraine. Why do you think we're at war in Ukraine? It doesn't, it doesn't have nothing to do with Russia. It's nothing to do with Russia. This is about the Biden crime family paying off their debts. It's paging Robin Ware, Robert L. Peters, and J.R.B. Ware. Those were then Vice President Biden's nom de guerres, according to the Southeastern <laughs> Legal Foundation, Three. who filed a FOIA request with NARA last year, and NARA confirming this to the foundation, writing this. We have performed a search of our collection for vice presidential records related to your request and have identified approximately 5,138 email messages, 25 electronic files, and 200 pages of potentially responsive records that must be processed in order to respond to your request. So there you go. 
And I want to know what's in those emails. He's using three different aliases. He was having dealings with uh, Hunter Biden and his business associates. Quite obviously now that's no longer deniable. And he lied about it. Why did he lie about it? That was before his dementia really set in. Back when he was vice president, he could still speak pretty well. He could put a couple of paragraphs together. And he was going around the world wheeling and dealing and building his retirement plan for him and his family. That's all there is to it. So and it, 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 it's not just his, his, I mean, the guy has no moral character. He's not ethical. He, he's in business or in politics. And he's also certainly not moral. This guy, he sits there and the Democrats, they love to say, oh, the, the Republicans are banning books. These states are banning books. But they they forget to leave out the part, yeah, the books that are being banned are pornographic or very sexual in nature that should not be available to children in grade school. They are willing to sell your children down the road to advance their claim that Republicans want to ban books. They don't care that it's to protect the children. They don't care if pornography is available to children in elementary school. Because as long as it can advance their purposes and they can use it as a talking point, or oh, Republicans are banning books, this is what Joe said. I mean, the idea that we're sitting here, I never thought that I'd be president, let alone be president, and having a discussion on why books are being banned in American schools. And... Uh, why do they want pornography available to children? Why do they want to sexualize our children starting at ages at kindergarten and even younger? You can be any sex you want. You can have your own pronouns. You can call yourself whatever you want. Hey, you're 12 years old. Here's your puberty blockers. When you're 16, we'll cut off your tits. Sick of it. This insanity needs to stop. It needs to stop now. Back to what I let off the show with. The Gadsden flag is, is a very patriotic flag. It was, it was actually part of the revolutionary, leading up to the Revolutionary War. Re <laughs> Democrats and the extreme commie Democrats and teachers are a lot of them will try to tell you that it is a racist flag and it was part of the Civil War. It had nothing to do with the Civil War. The, the goddess racial incarnation was used by the Tea Party a lot in the 90s. And they, so, and, and the, the, the Democrats, of course, say that the Tea Party movement was racist. Therefore, the flag is identified as racist and it can't be in public places. It can't be out, but they'll take the pride flag. They'll take the BLM flag. They'll take the Antifa flag. Those are all good. This kid, 12 years old, Colorado Springs, Colorado, obviously, has a patch of the Gadsden flag symbol on his backpack. It's a small patch. I'm just going to show it in the video. And he, he got pulled out of class and was not allowed to go back to class. I'm going to play this video all the way through. I think it's important. I think you'll find it interesting, and, and hopefully you do. But this is what's going on in our public schools, that they're not following the rules. First of all, they can't tell you you can't wear a patch unless they ban all patches. They're going to lose in a lawsuit. I hope these parents get an attorney. I hope that they sue the crap out of this school district because the school district is simply wrong. Check it out. Thank you. Do they know what the Gadsden flag is? That it's a historical flag. So their 
Um, the reason that they do not want the flag, the reason we do not want the flag to be is due to its origins with the slavery and slave trade. That is what was... Um, Had nothing to do with the slave trade. The Gadsden flag. The don't tread on me. Okay. Which is the Gadsden flag. The teacher doesn't. So this is a teacher. This is a teacher in a public school that doesn't even know what the Gadsden flag is. Yeah, the don't tread on me, which is the Gadsden flag. And the teacher's like, okay, well, whatever you say. These are, these people that are educating your, get your kids out of public school, get them out. If you can at all possible, homeschool, get them to a private school, get them into a co-op, get them somewhere away from these radical freaks. They're brainwashing them and polluting their minds. This kid's not having none of it, man. His dad raised him right. Check it out. Um, he's, what's going to happen if he doesn't take it off? He, I mean, he is able to go. I was actually just telling him, like, I was upset that he was missing so much school. I'm like, ah. So I asked if can he just take his stuff out of his bag and go back to class? <laughs> like, I just want him to go back to class. The bag can't go back. It's got a patch on it because we can't have that in and around other kids. So that's what I was trying, and then he said you were close. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with slavery. That's like the Revolutionary War patch that was okay. displayed when they were fighting the British. Like, that wasn't, that's the revolution. Maybe you're thinking of, like, the, um, the Confederate, pe- Confederate plan. <laughs> okay, I, so, okay. I am just here to, and- no, I am here to enforce the policy that was provided okay. by the district. Okay. And, Definitely but that's not the policy. Check this out. Every right to not agree with it. I mean, because yeah, yeah, the ACLU says that he's allowed to wear that. If you like go on their website, it like says in big so letters. I, all I, all I'm saying is that unless there's like a ban on patches, period. Like if you said there's no patches allowed at the school, you cannot display what you think or anything like that, or what cheer or anything like that. Um, I, I don't. I think it's like one sided, you know, because. You allow some patches, but not other, other patches. Kids have patches, like other names, some like Native American flag on backpacks. Yeah, that was like flown during the revolution. With um, yeah, I, I just don't understand that at all. So what I can do? Is if, you, if you go onto the ACLU's website, side, yeah, let's let's talk to someone. I can, I I can have you lawsuit. speak to. I, I can have you speak to our Jeff Yoakum okay. again. Um, and then he can refer you to our person at the district. Okay. Um, because, like I said, we're following district policy. Okay. Is what we're Bullshit. Doing. Okay. So, the last thing I want is him out of class. Yeah, like, I know that's he all too. I, he takes his classes seriously. Yes. He studies. He do, he wants to get straight A's. He did that. He made honor roll when he was here before. Yep. He intends to do that again right now, but it's hard because he keeps missing class for this. So I understand that. Yeah. And I, I mean, we teach him to always stick up for your beliefs. And I mean, you're going over the revolution this for seventh grade. I mean, the founding fathers stood up for what they believed in against unjust laws. This is unjust. Okay. I, like I said, they don't care. We're upholding a policy that was provided to us, which we have to uphold. Okay. Can you show me where? 
and there there is not a policy, and they're going to lose their ass in a lawsuit. I hope they do sue. I hope that that those parents don't cave, and they have taught their son well to stand up for his own beliefs. The Gadsden flag had nothing at all to do with the Civil War or slavery or anything. It was part of the Revolutionary War against the British. It was it was seventeen seventy five or ish, early seventeen seventy six. Uh, Christopher Gadsden, along with Benjamin Franklin, who helped him design this logo. And it has a meaning. Christopher Gadsden, who was was from South Carolina, he was a general down there. He was uh, a well-known person. He was a leader, great leader. And the Gadsden flag was was meant as a, a symbol for the United States Navy, for the flagship to fly, because it because it represents so much. And the fact that we're taking this 12-year-old boy who is a straight-A student, he's on the honor roll, and they're not letting him go to class because he has a patch on his flag with the, with, with the Gadsden symbol of don't tread on me. What does that mean? What does the symbol mean, don't tread on me? Well, the Gadsden flag was intentionally designed not to convey a racist message. So because it... Keep in mind when this was. Yeah, Gaston owned slaves. So did Benjamin Franklin. So did a lot of other people back then. Does that make it right? No. But you can't call a symbol that was used back then racist. You may as well call the American flag racist. Well, I guess they are in some places. They can call the original colonial flag racist. But that's not why the flag was designed. It was not designed to convey a racist message at all, but a patriotic one. It's a very patriotic flag. Here's a few notes on the flag's symbolism written by his friend and colleague, the one and only Benjamin Franklin. Number one, the rattlesnake is found in no other quarter of the world besides America. Two, the rattlesnake also has sharp eyes and may therefore be esteemed emblem of vigilance. Three, she never begins an attack, nor once engaged ever surrenders. She is therefore an emblem of magnanimity and true courage for the rattle on the flag. There's 13 of them. The number of colonies united in America. We live in a dangerous time. The U.S. is being, history is being rewritten and forever changed. Our flags are intended for patriotic cheer, like the Gadsden flag, are being considered racist simply because the liberals do what the liberals always do, and they redefine words, they redefine symbols, they redefine them to do whatever they can to advance their cause. They don't care about this country. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about history. They only care about making it into their socialist utopia so they can all stand around, never work, hold hands, sing kumbaya, and get all of their needs met by the government. And you have a tyrannical government faction within the uh, within the, the the left that is perfectly willing to do that. <sighs> I don't know if I'm going to get into all of this or not. I might have to I might have to jump forward here. There is a couple of other things I want to cover. Uh, this poor kid, um, mother. This is a this is a perfectly healthy young boy whose mother is uh, making the choice to turn him into a girl, and it's sad. And 
you can tell just from the kid's reaction and on his face and how he's acting that he's confused. He doesn't, he, he's just, this is too much. Children of this age are not able to process this. They're not able to make these kinds of decisions. And then you got whacked out parents like this woman pushing it on them for their own self-indulgence, for their own egos, for their own wokeness. This is hard to watch, but I think it's important to check it out. Dr. Olson had a decision. You are in the perfect place to start on blockers. And she promises to begin giving her estrogen, female hormones, in two years. Around 13. That's what I think. Yes, you're not going to develop breast buds on the blockers. But um, you're not going to wait until 16 to start. You know that, okay? Josie received the blockers as an implant in her arm. It's okay if you cry. So with all the bravery she could muster, Josie held on tight as another chapter opened in this young girl's life. A lot of times it strikes me that had this happened just 20 years ago, thank you, I wouldn't have been able to give her blockers and she would have had to go through male puberty. That terrifies me. It's all done. Do you want a hug? I don't know that she would have survived male puberty. She would not have survived male puberty. And what kind of doctor does this to children? These are like, they're creating Frankensteins. This is insane. This should be illegal. In fact, it is in a lot of parts of the world, in fact, illegal to do this. This is mutilation of children. There's a young boy who, his mother, oh, I don't think he, he wouldn't be able to survive male puberty. God. Serious issues. Same person. Same mom. And uh, the kid expresses doubts about what's going on with his body and what's going on with his life. And it's sad. Check it out. Treatment is irreversible and would make Josie sterile. But Josie and her mother never doubted it was the right thing until an unexpected conversation happened one afternoon. But on the inside, where nobody else can see? Yeah. Are you a boy or are you a girl? Maybe I'm a boy inside and a girl outside. Really? Yeah, is that true? Only you know the answer to that. So if you wanted to grow up to be a man, yeah. would you tell me? Mm, yeah. Hey, if you wanted to grow up and be a man, you could. I want to be... Sometimes I think I'm boy, sort of, but I want to be a girl. Yeah. Would you love me if I'm a boy? Of course. I would love you no matter what. I always have, and I always will. It was the first time Vanessa ever heard Josie sound uncertain. They're kids. They're children. They cannot make these decisions, nor should they be expected to. These parents need to be parents, not friends, not counselors, not associates, not enablers, and certainly not abusers. They need to be parents. Being a parent oftentimes means telling your kids things they don't want to hear, telling them truths they don't want to hear, and teaching them that there are realities 
that are part of our universe, that there are physical realities, that biology is real, that there are moral absolutes, that you can't just do whatever you want just because you change your mind and you decide to do something else. You can't just become a boy and then become a girl and then become, no, you're born a boy, you're a boy. If you want to be gay, you know, hey, that's one thing, fine. Have sex with who you want to. Or once you're of age, which is 18, unless you're drinking or smoking weed, then it's 21. But uh, then they can do what they want. But we're, we're, we're ruining a generation of children. We're, we're truly, truly ruining them. And um, I'm going to have to jump onto this next segment. I'm going to show you just a little bit here. It, it's not... Um, it's not pretty, but again, it's something that, that you should check out. And then we're going to move on to, uh, abortion as a whoopsie form of birth control and what spurred this conversation, why I'm having it again. But here's one more. Here's another mother. Check out this kid. Here's a boy that the, the parent is turning into a girl. So the opposite of what we just saw. Hola. And why are they making these videos? Why do they feel the need to make these videos and put them out there in a public forum, put them out there on TikTok or Twitter or Facebook? These, they're exploiting their children for their own gain. This mother, uh, th this kid looks like he's more of a hostage than a child. Watch the responses. He's excited to be here. She. Marshall, do you want to do a week four? On testosterone? Voice? Um, before. The same. How are you feeling? The same. Any effects? Anything changing? Not really. Yeah. Any high points? Any good things? Any bad points? Not really. Are we struggle busing a little bit with the injection? To like, it's the anxiety of doing it. Yeah. A little bit of a struggle bus. Don't want to talk about it. What is she forcing this kid to do this? This kid does not look excited, does not look enthused, does not want to talk about it. Is she forcing him to get in there and make this video? Oh no, we need to make this video. It's, it's all about her. She's the only one talking. The kid doesn't want to even be there. And this is what they're doing to their own children. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I uh, I posted a a little uh, thing yesterday. I make these. I come up with these little sayings, and I and I put them out there on Instagram and Facebook, sometimes on Twitter, and I posted this because there's a lot of talk about. They're saying, "Oh, well, you know, you're forcing teenagers to have children. You're forcing them to." And I simply said, "Abortion bans don't make teen parents." 
having sex does. Now, I did not mention boy or girl in here. I just said abortion bans don't make teen parents. That's what the left is trying to say. Having sex makes teen parents. That's a factual statement. It is not untrue in any way whatsoever. This woman decided to chime in on it. And I imagine um, looking at, she's probably a school teacher. <laughs> I, t- I mean, I don't know. Uh, that's my guess is that she's a school teacher based on how she spoke and kind of glanced at her timeline and her profile pic there. LGBTQ plus rights are human rights. Of course, she hates people who don't agree that women should be and girls should be able to kill their children before they're born. So this is what the response was on the the post I showed you I just made, and it's up here that you can't read it. Rachel said, so when I talked about, you know, uh, abortions don't make teen parents, having sex does. This is her response. Or being raped or molested, but by all means, always, always blame the girls. I never said anything about the girls in my post, but this is what they do. They're, they're this feminazi who, who, whose mind is just totally whacked out and brainwashed, can't even digest fact, factual information. Anyway, always blame girls and women. Christian fascists gotta go and we won't miss you. This is our country, not your backward ass church. I guess you all kind of gloss over the freedom in your motto because the government policing women's wombs is not freedom. <laughs> I just simply responded. I said, look, this is not blaming girls. You can get angry and think whatever you want. Fact is the vast majority of abortions are used as a whoopsie form of birth control. It's irresponsible period. By the way, there is not a single state that does not have exceptions for incest and rape. So take your weak sauce argument elsewhere. She responded to that So what if it is used for whoopsie firm or birth control? They shouldn't be forced to have kids. I said, look, there's all kinds of birth control out there. None of it's 100% effective. I I engage more than I typically do on social media. Typically, I just give a (laughs) one-off, often snarky response. And as you know, and then then I move on because I just, between the thousands of of comments and and responses I get every day, I I just can't possibly respond to them all. And it would drive me crazy if I did because most of the, People that jump on those posts, a large majority of them are trolls because they have nothing better to do. The people who agree with me and who follow me, you know, what, what's there to say? They agree with what I'm saying. So, uh, so I get, I get the troll thing a lot as as most do. Here's the facts. Here's the facts. These are why females, girls and women, get abortions. Point zero one percent. The pregnancy resulted from an incestuous relationship. 0.15%. The woman was raped. Again, huge, real small, small percentage. My statement, the vast majority are a whoopsie form of birth control is factual. It's true. 0.2%. The woman's life was endangered by the pregnancy. 0.98%. There was a serious fetal anomaly. 1.48%. The woman's physical health was threatened by the pregnancy. 1.88%. The woman's psychological health was threatened by the pregnancy. The rest of it is whoopsie birth control. 20.4%, the woman aborted for social or economic reasons and 74.9%, no reason it was elective. I lump those two numbers together. You come with a little over 95% of abortions are used as a form of whoopsie birth control. Why does this bother me so much? And the source, by the way, was right on the bottom there. If you want to look up that website, 
If you want to look up that website, here's another way of putting at it. Why women have abortions. Here are women's most important stated reasons for an abortion. The reasons in red are only are the only exceptions allowed in the broadest possible interpretation of Mitt Romney's abortion stance. This is an old thing, but it, it remains true. They don't feel old or mature enough to have a child, 25%. Not ready for another child, 23%. Can't afford a baby right now, 19%. Use some freaking birth control, women and men. Completed childbearing. Others depend on me. Don't want to be a single mother. All elective reasons. Interference with education or career. Oh, wah. Then here's reasons that may be viable. Physical problem with my health. Possible fetal health problems. Was a victim of rape. Husband or partner wanted me to. That's not a reason. Parents wanted me to. That's not a reason. I don't want people to know I got pregnant. Again, over 95% of those are elective procedures as a form of whoopsie birth control. If you don't believe me or if you don't want to believe me or if it makes you angry, I don't care. I don't care. Around the world, mandatory waiting periods, Ireland, Portugal, Spain, Italy, Germany, Netherlands, Belgium, Slovakia, Hungary, Albania and Latvia. These are, and then look at how many of these are are countries up in the, you know, the the Netherlands where where the you know the Sweden, the Norway, the the Netherlands, Switzerland, where the lefties always like to point to for a way to, uh, you know, to model ourselves after. Mandatory counseling before getting a an abortion is required in Italy, Germany, Netherlands, Belgium, Slovakia, Hungary, Albania, Lithuania. Distress requirement. Netherlands. Switzerland, Italy, Albania, Hungary. Parental notification is required. Unlike in this country where your kid can just go get an abortion at Planned Parenthood. In these countries, the parents are required to be notified. Denmark, Portugal, Spain, Norway, Latvia, Lithuania, Czech Republic, Slovakia, Montenegro, Albania, Greece, North Macedonia, Kosovo, and Serbia. My main point here is and what I've been talking about is that so many of these abortions are unnecessary and they should not be happening. It's a matter of irresponsibility. It's perfectly, it's entirely irresponsible to go around having sex unprotected. Now, do birth control methods fail? Yes, a very small percentage of the time. If you use more than one method, say you use, say the, uh, the pill and a condom or the pill and a sponge or spermicidal lubrication or a vaginal ring or a skin patch, if you're using a couple of these in combination with each other, the chances of getting pregnant are nearly zero. I mean, they're statistically irrelevant. So it is possible to not get pregnant. There are no less than 18 types of birth control for women. Abortion is not one of them and should not be one of them. I feel strongly about this. You can you can argue me all you want, but the fact is the majority of abortions are a whoopsie form of birth control. Some of these methods of, of, uh, of birth control, some are short-term, some are long-term, some are more effective than others. Most pregnancies occur by accident or simple carelessness and pose no health risk to the mother Many of these forms of birth control are covered by insurance and can be or can be obtained for free at Planned Parenthood. Fact is, most abortions are being used as a whoopsie method of birth control. Someone else brought up another one that I don't have on my list, but again, these are these are just the main ones. These comes right off of Planned Parenthood's website. Okay. Um, 
apparently uh, uh, stevia is a natural, the stevia leaf is a natural form of uh, birth control, which I didn't know. So I guess I don't have any problem because I put that stuff in my coffee every morning for sweetener, right? I guess I don't have to worry about getting pregnant, thank goodness. Here's the types of birth control. Just for those of you who, who say, oh, you know, but what about rape? What about incest? We covered that. And there's not a state out there that doesn't allow it in those cases or threat of health danger to the mother or the child, okay? Done with that conversation. Your argument is weak. It, it, your argument is not based in facts, not based in reality, just like much of your life is not based in reality. Types of birth control. Male condoms, female condoms, insert, right? Diaphragm, cervical cap, contraceptive sponge, birth control pills, plan B pill, vaginal ring, which is the Nuva ring, skin patch, explain, injection, which is the Depo-Provera, copper IUD, hormonal IUS, implant, tubal ligation, vasectomy, which is on the guy's part, spermicidal gel, the calendar method, you know, knowing when you're ovulating is kind of important, uh, the pull-out method, not as effective as we know, but certainly another method, non-vaginal sex, and of course, abstinence. Is abstinence a realistic solution? In most cases, probably not. Kids are going to do what kids are going to do, and young adults are going to do what they're going to do. But the point is that these pregnancies can be avoided. If you don't want to get pregnant, be responsible when you're having sex. Use birth control. Make your partner use birth control. And if you screw up for whatever reason and, and you, you oh man, we had unprotected sex, go to the pharmacy the next day, get a plan B. You don't even need a prescription for it. But for God's sake, don't sit there and wait three or four months until you, when, when you have a viable pregnancy, a human being inside your body, and then you go to a doctor. And what do they do with that viable human being that's in your body. Well, here's a 23-week-old fetus. They go in there with forceps. Body parts are grabbed at random with a long-tooth clamp. They yank them out. The body parts are then pulled off of the fetus and out of the vagina. They continue to do this, pulling apart the fetus, piece by piece until finally they're able to grab the head and pull it out. And the fact that so many are okay with this, it's just astounding, staggering. It doesn't make sense to me. It does not compute. I, I can't make it compute. But, uh, but it is a large number. And, um, and it's unfortunate that people feel that way. You know, you have a life inside your body. You know, you don't just get rid of it. I had, these, this is the kind of hate stuff I get when I, when I make a video like this or when I make a post like I did before. This person, this was a message I got. Now look at what your kind has done. When your beautiful daughter gets raped, she will be forced to carry that pregnancy to full term. When your daughter goes out on prom night and Fs up, she will have to carry that baby to full term. Your people are telling your mother's girlfriend's wife's daughters, F you. 
We do not care about you under us. Government has the right to legislate your most personal decisions. You people aren't about freedom. You're about white male people first, period. When your daughter gets raped, I hope she has a black trans baby. Sounds like hate speech. Sounds real hateful to me. And in fact, almost threatening. I reported the comment to Facebook knowing they wouldn't do anything, but I thought I would anyway. Because it, it, it's definitely hate speech. And it's definitely, I mean, it fell under, if that's not hate speech, please tell me what is. Um, Facebook responded. They said, we did not take down Jane Burnham, uh, Burnham Bungs, Bunnerberg's comment. Daniel, we reviewed the comment that you reported and it doesn't go against any of our community standards. Hmm. But how does it work the other way around? When I post something that's pro-life, when I post something like this, it says, and this is a simple factual thing. I posted, this is so amazing. Did you know that your grandmother carried part of you inside her womb? But how? Well, a female fetus is born with all the eggs she will ever have in her lifetime. So when your grandmother was carrying your mother in her womb, you were a tiny egg in your mother's ovaries. The three of you have been connected for a very long time. Women are amazing. Factual information, biological and scientifically factual. There's nothing false in that statement. Well, Facebook, they fact-checked it. They added a notice to my post, missing context in the post that I shared. Independent fact checkers said it was missing context and uh, it's just crap. What context was it missing? There was nothing unfactual. It wasn't, the only context that it was missing was, oh, and by the way, you can, if I, I should have said, oh, but you know what, women, what's cool about being a woman is you can get an abortion if you want to. Then they would have had a, they would have been perfectly fine with that, right? Right? You know, parents, um, women, I hope that there's some lefties out there watching this. And uh, I'm, I know I'm going to get a lot of responses on this show. When I do a show like this, I always do. Most of them aren't going to be positive. I appreciate the ones that are. But you people out there who are so dead set on women being to kill unborn babies simply because they did not, they weren't responsible when they were having sex. And when I say responsible, that falls on the man and the woman, the boy and the girl, whatever the case may be. Again, no more or no less, I mean, than 18 different types of birth control. Use a couple. Obviously, you can't double up on the hormonal ones in most cases. You know, talk to your doctor. But there are certainly methods to block it and there are ways around it. And, um, and I would choose you to be intelligent or I would ask you to be intelligent, to be smart about it, to be responsible about having sex. If you're going to engage in adult activity, then you need to be able to make adult decisions and be responsible. And you adults who are out there getting pregnant and just using abortions as birth control, had 19 abortions and proud of it. You're a sick human being. Sick, pathetic, disgusting, evil human being. All right, I got one last story and then we're gonna then we're gonna wrap it up for the day. You can't read this. Uh 
I see that the the uh, graphic didn't come out. The resolution didn't come out very well. I noticed it before the show, so I went ahead and and printed it out. This is in uh, Tenino. This is in Washington State, and these are these are this is why our authority is not keeping these people in jail. They're going after a former president. They're, they keep people in jail for far, I, I would think, less abhorrent things than this. So this was on uh, Tonino, Washington on August 27th. Update. On 7-27-23, Tonino police were contacted by a mother who stated that her ex-husband from Thurston County had been raping her ju- juvenile daughter from nine, from nine years old to 14 years old. On 8-23-2023, after a thorough investigation, Tenino Police and the Washington State Patrol conducted a tactical operation where the suspect was taken into custody. He was then booked into Thurston County Jail. So far, so good. Guys got arrested. They found him. After careful review, the Thurston County Prosecuting Attorney's Office filed charges for multiple sex crimes, including rape of child in the first degree. Although the Thurston County Prosecuting Attorney's Office requested bail be set at $250,000, a Thurston County Superior Court judge ruled that bail would be set at $10,000. The man was released from custody soon after his bail was posted. Rape a child for... Yeah, rape a child from the age of 9 years old to 14 years old. And you get out of jail free, well, practically free, $10,000 bond. Pretty much anybody can post a $10,000 bond. You only got to come up with a percentage of it for the bail bonds company to pull you up. And then we wonder why we have deviants running around. We won't even protect our children from, from people like that, disgusting human beings who will do that to a child. Anyway, I got to get going. I know that a lot of today's show was a downer, uh, but sometimes we got to talk about these downer things and get them out there. If you've just been listening on the one of the podcast channels or the radio, make sure you check me out on rumble.com slash the none report. You can catch all the video and graphics that I put up today. And there were quite a few of them or, uh, you know, I'm on all the socials, of course, at the none report, except TikTok. Cause I don't do that commie BS and Twitter where I'm just at none report. You can also just go to my website, the none one stop, one shop. Anyway. Hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers. <laughs>